Grab a Torch podcast, a rundown and chat about reality show Survivor. This one started out strange for me for some reason. The beginning just seemed to have a different feeling to it. I don't know how to even explain it. The whole thing just felt different. Maybe it was due to the storm and how cold everyone was returning from their tribals, and then the storm continuing on into the next day. What I do know for sure is that it's painful to watch people when they're in such discomfort. So last week, of course, there were two tribal councils which couldn't have been more different from one another. In the first group, we had Hai, Mike, Roxroy, Romeo, and Omar. That tribal council took all of five minutes, I would say. It was straightforward and easy with Roxroy getting blindsided. His weak spot right out of the gate was his social game, and that's what tripped him up again right at the end with his less-than-diplomatic way of trying to get an all-guys alliance going. And now Roxroy is the second member to join the jury. He leaves just after I've fallen for him as well, and I'm not happy about it. I think it was inevitable, though, and at least he's warm and eating food. In the second group, we had Lindsay, Marianne, Jonathan, Tori, and Drea. That tribal council took probably 15 minutes Not at all straightforward, but in the end, it was Tori voted out, becoming the third member of the jury. So this week, as always began, with members returning to camp in the dark from their tribals, Mike said to Hi, did you see how Roxroy looked at me? He gave me the death stare. (laughs) It's not funny. It's just funny in an anxious His tone, I wouldn't want to run into Mike in a dark alley is all I'm saying. His intensity sometimes. Yikes. But also his heart, his passion. Hi said, it's okay, we all voted for him. He can't be mad at you. Which was rather dismissive and insensitive of Hi, I think. Later on, Hi did say that he knew how hard of a vote that was for Mike to do, and he thanked him for it. But again, Again, to thank Mike for something that he's feeling so badly about, it felt like Hai was taking his eye off the ball in a way. Interview style, Mike was upset with himself for letting Hai play his game. I think had Hai been more genuinely empathetic with Mike, that could have gone a long way and maybe would have kept Mike from going to Omar and asking if that vote was forced down his throat or not. Omar is so damn good socially. Really incredible. Omar stumbled over his words a little bit as he took in Mike's mood and the question and all of it. And then Omar said, I don't like if you felt pressured to do that. And then a little later, Omar said, what bothers me is that you're bothered by what went down. Omar is so smooth, calculating, sharp as a tack. He's gotten this far, and every single player thinks that Omar is on their level. 
If you're at the bottom, Omar makes you think he's right there with you. If you're at the top, Omar makes you think he's right there with you, but always on both a little bit behind, a little bit following, or if leading, a little bit hesitant about it. So the second tribal ends, that group returns with Jonathan in the lead, and someone asks who is here. Jonathan said, we lost Tori. He got a good job, buddy, from someone as Drea and Lindsay straggled in, and that was that. Everyone was cold and tired and didn't look like they had energy left for much more that night. And then it's on to day 18. Lindsay told Omar about Jonathan's attempt at a big move to flush out Drea's idol. Interview style, Lindsay says she's no longer able to rely on Jonathan like she once could. Quite frankly, I don't think she cared at all for the fact that Jonathan wasn't listening to her. Lindsay went out looking for an idol and she missed it by half an inch, I'm guessing, followed by Marianne who went out looking for firewood and just so happened to find the idol that Lindsay missed. Marianne's idol finding is incredible. She said she's keeping this one her secret and her secret alone and I actually believe her. I don't think it's a very smart belief to have but I am caught up in the moment and I feel it and I believe it. So with that, the players are off to a challenge, which ends up being a reward challenge. Collectively, the players seem at their lowest point, with the rain coming down relentlessly and all of them shivering so badly. Jeff is ready to chat. Mike gives him a little something, but that's it. Jeff tells them that this is a fun one, maneuvering a sandbag through a series of obstacles to then land that sandbag onto a target. The reward? Hot pizza cold beer, pillows and blankets and protection from the rain because they are spending the night. That means nobody has to be designated survivor driver. Jonathan, it goes without saying, is the first through the obstacle course and onto the sandbag toss part of things, but he's way off the mark with his first toss. Not that it would have been way off the mark for anyone else, but it looked strange coming from him. I think cold and hunger is getting to the very best of them. All the players had quite a few tries at the sandbag tossing, but in the end it was Lindsay, 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 who managed to stick it, and she screamed and jumped up and down, and then she apologized, saying she was just so happy. I hate that she apologized, but I guess it shows that as excited as she is, she's still solidly in game mode, not wanting to piss anybody off. Lindsay is so fun to watch. She's so easy with a smile. And in fact, when everyone first arrived at the challenge, she was the only one smiling, looking excited, and it hit me then that I think she has a very childlike joy. Not childish, but childlike. And now I can see how she and Marianne click. Lindsay's outlook, her mindset, I really want to know more about that part of her. As winner, Lindsay is told to pick someone to join her in the reward, and she chooses Omar, who hasn't had a single reward yet. That's interesting to note, considering how well Omar is playing this game. He has incredible focus. Lindsay asked if she could bring someone else, and when told yes, without hesitation, she chose Mike. Mike was shocked. He couldn't even move at first. I think it took several long seconds for him to even register that his name had been spoken. 
Mike is a great guy with a great memory and strong feelings, and I think the choice shows how much Lindsay likes him and how smart she is. If Lindsay is looking to work with someone loyal, there's nobody better than Mike. Interview style, Marianne said she's shivering so much that it's hard to walk from tensing her leg muscles. Again, watching all of the players, how cold they are, it's just heartbreaking. I almost couldn't take it after they returned from the reward challenge. They were all so miserable. Interview style, though, High said being out here has taken him back to his roots. He didn't have an easy childhood. He knows how much worse things can be and said 12 days without food, we can do it again. His parents are refugees from Vietnam. He's inspired from them and will never forget where he started. Lindsay and High were in the shelter, laying side by side on their stomachs, and Lindsay quietly asked High who he wanted next. High said Romeo as the safest choice, and then Lindsay shocked him when she said, what are your thoughts on Jonathan? The crazy thing is that Jonathan was right behind them, mere feet away, and I do mean mere feet. It was so anxiety-ridden to watch this happen. Drea was next to Jonathan, so I'm assuming that the two of them were talking, and then on top of that, it was really raining. So anyway, for whatever reason, Lindsay and Hai felt safe enough to discuss the big guy right behind them. Hai was definitely open to voting Jonathan if he loses a challenge because he's the one who could go on an immunity run. Lindsay, Mike, and Omar then were able to go on their overnight pizza beer party. And while they were eating away and chatting, from the heavens comes this echoey voice, and Lindsay looked around wide-eyed. It was really kind of funny, but it turns out they weren't hallucinating at all. They weren't drunk. Instead, it was their families on audio and then on video with love and support for all of them. Mike screaming, that's my daughter, that's my daughter. I went through a box of tissues just from that moment alone. Mike's gratitude is endless and beautiful. And then it was game talk. Omar told Mike that he feels like they connect on a friendship level, but it hasn't been allowed much because there's always a middle person. Hi. Then Omar spins a lie and says that Hi said Mike is his puppet. Mike does not look amused. It was a perfect lie because, though not technically true, there was truth to it. And the fact that the Roxroy vote had just happened, the timing for Omar to make this move was perfect. Lindsay told Mike she wants to work with him, and then she reveals the amulet advantage that she shares with Hai and Drea. This means Lindsay is the first out of she, Hai, and Drea to tell anyone about this advantage that the three of them earned on day one. And the timing for her, after Omar has just put a target on High's back, is absolutely perfect as well. Finally, we are seeing who Lindsay is, and it's exciting and refreshing to have happen, and my head is spinning like it's early days where all the puzzle pieces were new, and I was scrambling to sort them all out. Lindsay picking Omar and Mike this late in the game to join her on this reward has me feeling so impatient to watch her in the next week's episode. Alrighty, on to day 19. 
All the players are back together again, and it's immunity challenge time. The challenge is balancing a ball on a wooden bowl while standing on a narrow perch. At intervals, they will step down on steeper, narrower sections. The last person left standing wins immunity and a guaranteed spot in the final seven. The challenge begins, and Mike is first out, followed closely by High, and then Romeo drops for third out. Omar then drops. I loved Marianne's focus and intensity in this challenge. She really did so well. Jonathan's ball moved a lot, yet he kept it together somehow. Jonathan, Drea, Marianne, and Lindsay lasted long enough to step down onto the next section on the plank, but Marianne didn't last long after that. I think she screamed shizzle sticks. Drea lasted for a bit longer, but she was the next to go, leaving Lindsay and Jonathan to battle it out. Lindsay's concentration and control was impressive. Jonathan's ball moved a lot from one end of the bow to the other, and then his body started to do the same thing. Lindsay stood like a statue with very little movement. And then that middle section was done, and the two of them moved on to the most narrow section, giving Lindsay and her smaller feet an advantage. It didn't take long for Jonathan to fall off and for Lindsay to win. Two wins in a row, reward and then immunity. Interview style, Mike is glad for Lindsay's win, but more glad for High's loss because High is the king and the king is going home tonight. High and Mike went for a walk and High said Jonathan and Mike finished by saying we might not get another chance. High says that he and Mike have a solid ride to the end and Mike said, are you sure, man? High said, I swear to you and did not pick up on Mike being just a little off in tone. Mike then approached Jonathan and said, I haven't lied to anybody yet. High lied to me. He lied to me about rocks, yada yada, and that High is going after Jonathan. Jonathan was nervous, but Mike's word is Mike's word. Lindsay asked Drea, High or Jonathan? And Drea said, High. Maybe. The way only Drea can. She then said that she sees her husband watching on television and asking why she didn't get him out. Drea realizes if they get high out tonight, her extra vote becomes a steal a vote. Lindsay really wants Jonathan out, but she plays it cool, laid back, realizes the flow is for high, and so she's going with it. High approaches Jonathan and claims he found a hidden immunity idol in the bottom of the well and he's going to play it for Jonathan. I think High's fatigue was getting the better of him in this episode, as well as the colder weather, to be quite honest. It's just such a sloppy cover story. Omar, interview style, then talks about it not being difficult to get High out, so he wonders, should he start to work with High now because nobody trusts High? Should he take out Jonathan now and High next, yada yada? It more seemed like Omar was just having fun with a lot of what-ifs, to be quite honest. It's fascinating witnessing everyone chatting with Omar and how smooth he is. Never overpowering, finding out which way the other person is thinking, and then seeming to go along with their thinking. And then, just like that, the tribe is off to tribal council. Night 19, where we see Tori now sitting with Chanel and Roxroy on the jury.
Mike told Jeff that while they were at the reward challenge, there was no deep strategy. They were all just glad to be warm. Jeff asked High if he thinks it's possible that the three of them did not talk about strategy. High doesn't believe it, says alliances are fluid. Then Jeff asks Marianne a question Marianne style, which I couldn't follow. And then Marianne talks total sense back to him, using Jenga as an example, and it was incredible. Jeff asks Jonathan, did you track that? Jonathan says, yes. And Marianne gave a fist pump and a lower lip bite, and it was so damn funny and cute, but nobody laughed at all, which I thought was even funnier. I've watched that clip a half dozen times. I suggest you go back and watch that clip a half dozen times. Jeff asked Lindsay what this vote was about, and she said it was about evening the playing field. Jonathan played off of her perfectly, acting nervous and confused, and then High moved in to try and make it seem like it's not Jonathan, so that Jonathan wouldn't play his shot in the dark. And then it was time for the votes. And so they did just that. Jeff read the votes, and with five votes read, High was the 11th player voted out and the fourth person to join the jury. High had a different reaction than anyone else has had so far. He laughed and clapped, said, well played, gang. Oh my gosh, that was amazing. That's how I wanted to go out. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Good luck to all of you. I think all the players enjoyed his reaction a lot. The three on the jury did as well. It was really fantastic. High's exit interview was great. He was thoroughly blindsided. He feels proud. He has no regrets. He played the game very well until the game outplayed him. As far as the specifics go, High and Romeo voted for Jonathan, and all the other players voted for High. It's crazy to think about High out of the game now. He was such a mover and a shaker after coming up from the bottom in his Vati tribe. Okay, so on the jury then, we have Chanel, Roxroy, Tori, and now Hi. I hate that any of them are there. I know it's the game, but there's not a single player who's been voted out that I don't wish was still in the game. But the game is the game is the game. So let's get on to summing things up from this week. I can do that in one word. Omar. Well, actually, let me change that for the moment and say Lindsay, because this was Lindsay's episode. Finally, Lindsay is out from the shadows, and she came out bigly with two back-to-back -back wins in challenges, two big decisions regarding who to take with her for pizza and beer. Had she not missed finding that hidden idol, it may have been too much to take all at once. I couldn't be more excited to see what Lindsay gets up to next week. As for Omar, I think it's safe to say that Mike is now going to consider Omar to be his number one, and I think that Omar is going to handle that very well. I think that Omar is going to find Jonathan and Drea as the next two threats to his game. But on the other hand, as long as Omar doesn't ever feel like he's near the bottom, I honestly don't know if he really cares. Maybe I'm being a little bit too liberal with that idea. If Omar ends up in the end, do I think that Romeo could beat Omar? 
Romeo could say that he was at the very bottom day after endless day and still survived, but Omar could easily show that Romeo stayed due to Omar looking out for him and doing all of the work. Mike hasn't made any moves the way Omar has. Mike's biggest pitch is his straight-up loyalty, and that could really go a long way. Of course, Omar could say, while you were being loyal and looking good, others were out in front making the big moves and taking risks that you didn't have the skills to navigate. But on the other hand, again, having a really good, loyal second is huge in so many things in life. Lindsay, I'm not sure about because we have seen so little from her for more than half the season now. We may be getting a Lindsay show from now on to make up for lost time. I hope we do. So that could cause a whole lot of rethinking everything. Marianne has her social game, but she may have been a little bit overboard in that regard for some players. And Omar is just as social, if not more so. I don't know necessarily that Marianne hangs out with everyone the way that Omar does. I expected Drea to do a little more than she's done so far, to make some bigger moves. And I'm still thinking that that could happen. We'll find out very soon, with only a handful of episodes to go. She certainly has plenty of tools if she wanted to do something. Right now, Drea has an extra vote, a knowledge is power advantage, where she can take someone's advantage or idol. And then she has the amulet advantage, which right now is a steal a vote. I wonder if Drea is playing smart or if she's playing a little bit too cautiously. If she had someone she could really trust to work with, she could make a very big move. And that brings us to Lindsay. Lindsay picking Omar and Mike for the beer and pizza says a lot. One thing it might say is that she, as well as everyone else, has no idea how dangerous Omar is. Or it might say that she's keeping her friends close and her enemies or enemy closer. Mike is going to have some kind of loyalty or at least a great amount of gratitude for Lindsay and the invite on the pizza and beer party. Plus, the two of them just seem to get along well. Lindsay telling Mike and Omar about the three-way advantage that she has was done to gain their trust, I suppose. It does make me nervous now knowing that Omar knows about that advantage. And now the question is, will Drea ever find out about her amulet advantage being out there? We've seen so little of Lindsay. She's such a big unknown. I don't know why my gut is telling me this, but I think of all of the players left in the game, she may be the one who realizes how well Omar is playing. If there's any chance that could be the case, she's going to find him to be a huge threat, but the question is when to make a move against him. Gaining his trust at the beer and pizza party would be huge to then turn around and blindside him. I have no idea, just a guess. So Drea has three different advantages. Marianne has two. Marianne still has an extra vote, and she also has the hidden idol that she just found. And if she keeps to her word, she's not going to tell a soul about that hidden idol.
Mike also has an immunity idol. The people with immunity idols haven't come close to feeling like they need to use them either. So the fact that they're going into the last few weeks with that in their back pocket is huge. But because of the shot in the dark element, so many more people are being blindsided. Also, if we have only four more vote outs before we get down to the final three, that means there are only four more weeks to go where seven pieces of advantage slash immunity items out there in the hands of four different players can be used. Two of those in the hands of Drea can be used to steal things. Lindsay also can steal a vote right now. I think that we're going to start to see some real fireworks going off here soon. Whether they are planned or a crazy spark gets loose and sets everything ablaze, I have no idea. That on top of seeing a little more of Lindsay, I cannot wait for next week. And on that fiery note, I think that about does it for me this week. As always, I appreciate you stopping by. Take care of yourselves, and I'll catch you all next time.